All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just alive as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today we're going to be talking about can we stop saying I'm fine and I'm super excited for this episode. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, our sponsor today is the Phoenix Identity. If you'd like to learn how to control and embrace your emotions, please go and check out uh, the Embrace Your Positivity Guide, introducing the Rockstar Method link in the description. If you would like to get in touch with myself or my host, please feel free to reach out. We Our links are in the description. If you'd like to be a guest of the show, join in, join the conversation, comment, even if we're not live anymore, join the conversation, get involved. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to put them in the chat box. Um, I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker today, Krista. Krista, would you like to say hello? Sure. Hi. <laughs> it's nice to be here. I'm so glad to be here. Um, should I tell everybody a little bit about myself Absolutely. or do you want to do that? Please do. Okay. Um, so my name is Krista. I live in Canada and I have three amazing kiddos and an amazing husband. Um, one of my kids is special needs. So I'm really excited to be here for this chat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we're in Canada. I'm in Edmonton, Alberta. Ooh, see, I lived so, from Winnipeg to BC to five and a half hours northwest of Edmonton. Um, <laughs> so I'm very familiar with Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. And you're likely very comfortable with this snow we're currently experiencing. Yes, we're starting to get a little bit nicer weather. Um, okay, so. I was really excited. You, when we were doing the pre-screening interview, you made, you made a comment and I was just like, bang, 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 there we go. And it's something that I am super passionate about. And I know, I know I say that just about every episode, but it is because when it comes to, you know, you ask somebody if they're okay and whether or not you are experiencing loss, when you're experiencing negative or heavy emotions, right? you're experiencing them. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, you're not, you're not pushing them aside. You're not ignoring them. Those are toxic behaviors. If anybody's wondering, but when somebody asks you, how are you doing? Our instinctual response now is I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's okay. And for a lot of us, it's not at that moment, right? I'm, I'm fine right now, but I have had an insane week of just traumas and, a lot of just craziness over the past week. And, you know, if somebody asked me today, Melissa, how are you doing? I'd be like, you know what? It's been a rough week. I'm doing okay, but thanks for asking. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to just leave it at, I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've had a rough week. I've been in a car accident this week. I've been in the ER every day, Monday to today until today. Um, my daughter in an IV in for three days doing antibiotics um, I found out my laptop is completely <laughs> crashing and I just bought it, um, used unfortunately a few months ago. And it was just one thing after another this week. And why, you know, me saying that to anybody watching or even Christy yourself, me saying that, does that, does that make you feel anything? Me, me saying that I've had a rough week. Yeah. So, well, I feel like that I am totally fine. You venting on me or sharing that with me, but I think that not everybody ends up being a safe place to share that. Um, 
you know, and maybe I can relate. <laughs> so it's easier, but um, we, I belong to um, a group, it's called Our Best Life. And um, it's a group of parents who get together who are all raising um, terminal kids. And this is actually one of our conversations we had, I think it was like last week, about like, when people ask you, are they actually looking for like the real answer? Like, are they like willing to listen and potentially maybe like lend an ear? Or is it just really surface? And sometimes I feel like we have to like, sometimes we have to decide, do they fall into this category where you do answer with I'm fine? Or are they a safe enough place and willing to hear how it actually is, right? Yeah. I think a lot of that comes down to the way you're taught though, right? Because society now expects when somebody asks you that question, you say, I'm fine, right? You got the toxic positivity movement. You've got, you know, the gratitude and joy. And while absolutely we find gratitude and joy in every day, there are still crappy moments in those days and we should be allowed to talk about them. So having a safe space, absolutely, right? Your friends, your family, people that are close to you. Um, I almost say I'm, I'm a challenger. I like to challenge people. So I would almost say that if you if somebody asks you the question, they need to be prepared for the answer, whether that's the I'm fine or whether that, you know what, I've had a rough week, but, but I'm doing OK. And I think how they take it is a lesson for them, because not, you know, if somebody comes up to me and says, you know, oh, you know, horrible week to the point where they've experienced loss or really large trauma and you know, that could make me feel very uncomfortable, but at the same time, I'm going to be like, that's horrible. Do you need anything? Or, right. you know, it could be an absolute stranger telling me about their childhood trauma. And I'm sitting there going, wow. Right. Just, just being. In so are you, so are you saying then that it almost the responsibility is on the question asker and we should get more cognizant of the questions that we're asking others. So like, like really, yes, like you shouldn't, roll up to somebody and say, how are you doing today? Unless you're willing to hear the actual real answer. Yeah. Yeah. And owning those questions that we ask people more often. That's interesting. That's an interesting, like to flip that a little bit and take the pressure off of us to like make everybody feel fun. Like, especially raising a special special needs kid. Sometimes I'm more worried about like making sure that everybody else is fine and like not making it too heavy for everybody else. But that is an interesting flip on putting it on the person that's asking the question. Cause, um, I had this discussion a couple of weeks back um, about how when people message you or they call you and they're like, hey, how are things going? What are you up to? When you're in a really heavy situation, that question can be so daunting. Like when things are going really bad, like if somebody had asked you that while you were in the middle of the ER, you might not have had the bandwidth to even answer it, right? And so we have to be really cognizant of like, what we're asking people, I guess, and, and how we're checking in on people. Because there's a difference between, sorry, there's a difference between, hey, I'm thinking about you. Like, I'm thinking about you. I'm here for you. There's a difference between that and how are you doing? Like, those are two totally different things. Yep. And it is, we can't control. And this is a life altering lesson for, for everybody watching or catching the replay. You can't control people's reactions. Everything that you say, do, think, believe, or feel is in, is individualistically your own. That's your authenticity. So yes, if somebody asks you a question and you answer that question in any way, even if you're saying I'm fine, even if you're saying, no, I'm not fine, even if you're saying, please don't ask me that again, 
the emotional response that they have to your answer, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, your emotional response to being asked that question, that's on you. Right. So worrying about how your response now, obviously, you're not going to say, you know, you're not going to be rude if somebody asks you that question. Right. If somebody asks how you're doing, you're not going to say, listen, back off. I don't want to talk to you. You're not going to take your 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 issues out on them. Right. Because it's not their responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if you turn around and say, you know what? Again, I've had a really rough week, but I'm I'm going to be okay. Or even just saying I've had a really rough week. However, they take that, that's completely on them. It's their right. emotional response. Right. Not yours. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we live in such a we live in such an interesting world now because we don't just have to rely on the people that are like right here and right next to us. Like we don't just have to rely on family and close friends. Um I have actually taken to <laughs> posting the really difficult stuff on social. So like on TikTok, I'll just be like, okay, hey, this is happening and it really sucks today. And I feel like that's all. Then I seem to like just um, hit the people that are like, oh, you know, like I can relate or I can help or, you know, think about this. And I seem to like hit the right people by doing that. But it's so interesting because we have that option now of even like, you know, making our circles bigger right? And not having to just rely on the people right next to us um, and always, you know, putting that, putting that on them and instead of, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's the problem with society. And that's why, that's why I say, can we stop saying I'm fine? Right? Because you shouldn't have to hide you shouldn't have to hide your self-expression, the way you're feeling, the way, what you need, right? And you made a really good point of, it, it. it's not our responsibility to make sure that everybody else is okay. We're taught to, right? We did an episode yesterday about empty nest syndrome, and we were talking about the role of a parent, especially a mother, where mm-hmm. it's it's it becomes our responsibility to make sure that our husbands are happy, or our partners are happy, our children are happy, and healthy, and well taken care of, but then who takes care of us? Who takes care of our needs and what we're feeling, right? If you can't, my daughter, so I, I have four kids. Um, I went and picked up my oldest daughter from school the other day. And she turned around and she says, mom, how was your day? And I, and I, I like just turned up my music for a minute and then I turned it back down. And I said, listen, I said, I have had a rough week. I am tired. I am scatterbrained you tell me a conversation. I'm going to forget about it in five minutes because I'm just not paying attention. I said, I am not in a place to hear about your day right now. I said, I will ask you about your day and I will tell you about my day in five minutes. But for right now, I just need quiet. And I expressed that. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think for your situation and everybody's going through something, right? But when you have really high responsibilities with children, right, you have a child with a terminal condition, um, it's, it becomes even more important to make sure that they're happy and healthy. And it becomes even more important to put yourself first and say, what do I need right now? What, you know, how am I venting? How am I, am I okay? Am I not okay? What do I need to do to make sure that I'm okay? Right. It's put your mask on first. (laughs) True. Yeah, totally true. And how healthy of you to share that like with your daughter and, you know, like that will be now like learned behavior for her to really express like what she needs going forward. I, I was listening to this book 
um, this audiobook, and uh, the statistic was that at the age of 10, as females, we learn how to blend into the world instead of like to make the world easier for everyone else. We blend into the background in, and we kind of like lose that voice. And so I think that's so amazing that now you've taught your daughter, she can speak up and say what she needs, right? And how it really is. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> she's a type one diabetic, my, my older daughter, and she has a lot of struggles emotionally, mentally, um, health, physically uh she has a lot of struggles that she goes through and for her and <clears throat> she knows that if she's emotionally struggling struggling and, and doesn't want to talk and needs some time to herself she knows and I've taught her that hey you know I'm I'm not okay right now I'm really mm -hmm. angry um I need I just need some time she the other day she wouldn't talk to me for a good 16 hours because <laughs> she was mad and she needed to process but I taught her that right I said if I'm angry you need to leave me alone for a bit otherwise I'm going to say something that's going to hurt you and in that moment right. I'm not going to care afterwards I'm going to care but <laughs> in that moment I'm not going to care I need me time too and I think that we need to start focusing more so on who we are and what we need and that's why saying you know i'm fine that's not being authentic to yourself mm -hmm. yeah yeah i do sometimes though depending on like what the you're not fine with um i i find that sometimes personally it helps me though to save it for somebody that i know can like actually relate <laughs> So, you know, like I find it really important to have like community of people, different communities of people that can relate to like the really hard things that, you know, are, are pertinent to like our life, because it's one thing, it's one thing to speak up for yourself, but like, if it's falling on deaf ears, then, you know, like if, if those really hard struggles are just falling on deaf ears and they can't relate, yes, they can be there for you and they can still, you know, be empathetic or like, you know, listen to you and like be an ear but i don't know i've just really learned that like everybody can't be everything mm -hmm. for us right and so yeah you will find but that's not yeah and that's not to be said like like don't get me wrong i still don't think that you should like then i don't think you should still sh i don't think that it falls on you to like sugarcoat it or make it all okay for everyone else um but i just think sometimes it makes you almost feel worse if you open up to somebody with the really hard, heavy stuff. And they're like, oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if you were like, your your daughter is so receptive of you because she's grown up like that and she knows that already. But if you had been like, you know, to somebody else, I'm sorry, I just can't handle this right now. Um, you know, I'm going through all this stuff and I just need it like a minute and they, and it, and it was met with like, oh, you know, like this look or, or like, <laughs> right. It would leave you feeling really like, Oh, well, that didn't feel good. So I know it's, yes, it's a tricky thing. I agree. But, and I'm going to throw a but, yes. but good. I'm all for it. That, yep. weeds, that weeds out the people who aren't meant to be in your circle. Right. And that, that weeds out the people who really aren't going to care. I know. So I, you talk about uh situational, right? People who are going through mm -hmm. similar things or understand where you're coming from. Um, I'm going to, use myself as, as an example. I have a um, friend who has, we did an episode on trigeminal neuralgia. 
which is uh, known as the suicide um, condition because it's it's nasty. It's the most painful condition you can possibly have. And when she told me about it and she told me and she opened up and expressed how it felt and what it was like, um, instead of going, oh, <laughs> I went, oh, <laughs> and I and I learned more. Right. And I and I made sure that I did research and because I'm that's who I am. I like to do research. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to know what it is. And I did research and we did an entire show on it. Right. There, there are going to be people who, you know, absolutely are going to go, oh, right, or oh, and that's on them. Absolutely and utterly, that's on them. And I think, again, it goes to, if you don't like the answer, don't ask the question, right? Um, sure. Because you can't control what other people feel or or how it something impacts them, right? Society today, and, and I'm going to segue into this one. Society today, if you say, hey, I'm fine, it's like, Kate, let's continue with a different aspect of the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if you turn around and say, oh, you know, I'm, again, rough week, but I'm okay, you're kind of flipping that switch of, you know, life isn't perfect, right? We don't need to show this perfect image or this perfect persona or this perfect lifestyle to everyone around us and we've created a fake society based or a fake humanity based on what we can and can't do what's accepted and what's not accepted cancel culture we did an episode on toxic positivity and cancel culture and how it's creating a fake humanity because people don't want to hear anymore that you're we'll watch karen's on tiktok and youtube for days on end but you can't hear somebody's having a bad day, mm -hmm. right? Um, we watch people falling down trees or, or you know, all those, the old vines of people getting hurt or, you know, America's Funniest Videos or whatever we're watching where people are getting injured and hurt and we laugh, but somebody tells us that they're hurting or that they got hurt and we're like, oh, suck it up. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, there's mm -hmm. this, this disconnect of you know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable but being a basic decent human being is empathy it's sympathy it's compassion and understanding that I might not understand where you're coming from I might un not understand your situation or or how you handle something mm -hmm. but I don't need to to be supportive um growing up my uh people would lose death right <clears throat> get over yeah. it. why are you still unhappy he died six months ago whatever that looks like people would put in their own beliefs and their own expectations and their own situations into that and go oh well you know this is what you should do or this is how you should feel or no um and I'm, I'm assuming and and I'm I'm going to ask you the question with your situation <laughs> with your daughter right People don't understand what you're going through. There, they're not. There are people who do and people who don't. But when you explain to people what you're experiencing and what you're going through, the reaction should be sympathy and compassion. Of hey, you know that sounds like it's really hard, or you're doing a great job. Whatever, whatever reaction that may be, instead of oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it should be. And and we should be able to all 
be honest with how we're feeling in the moment. I don't know though. I still, yeah. I, I okay. So this is the piece that this is the piece that I would just challenge or I would str- <laughs> that I, I would struggle you. on. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, is that um, this is my everyday? This is my life. Things don't get easier. Like like we have good days and we have bad days. But like, if you called me in the morning and it was like you know, getting ready for school time. And like the very first thing I have to do when I get out of bed is like catheting. And you know what I mean? Like, like our every day is just very hard. And so I also just don't want to be one of those people that like, every time somebody calls me that I'm like, Oh yeah, today, you know, this, this was really hard or, or I I don't want to always be, you know, focusing on the, the hard parts or the negative. And so um, because I feel like people will stop calling me. <laughs> <But we laughs> to be completely right? honest, <laughs> I that's an ex- exceptionally <laughs> valid point, right? And it is exceptionally. I I had a friend who was ninety percent negativity, negativity, and it was it was hard to deal with. And yeah. um, I I figured out how, but it was very hard to deal with. But you're right it, that. But I don't think that. We're, we're not constantly, Hey, how's it going? Right. If somebody says, Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's all right. Right. Like we're not constantly in, uh, and this is why when, when I sponsored today, I did the embrace your positivity, right? Because we could be having a really horrible week. Like I am, and I'm mm-hmm. still smiling, right? Because I know it's going to be okay. And right. yes, every day is going to be a struggle in one way or another. There's going to be some sort of struggle. Do I have to focus on that struggle? No. Absolutely. But if you're in the thick of it and that's how you're feeling in the moment, right? Because our emotions mm-hmm. are momentary. So if somebody calls you and says, hey, Krista, how are you feeling? Right? If in that yeah. moment you're feeling and, and use your instincts, absolutely, everybody use your caution <laughs> and your instincts. If you want to say I'm fine, say I'm fine. But if you're in a, if you're in a place where you just need to vent or you just need somebody to listen, so you know what? I'm I'm not having the greatest today and I need somebody to vent to. Right? Um mm-hmm. and then I'll be okay. Yeah, and see this is where this is where I feel like uh, this is hasn't always been the case for me and and I feel like maybe I haven't always been able to be completely like open and honest about how things were going and um I joke all the time that like especially TikTok like you were saying you know we watch these Karens and we watch people following falling but like um I joke all the time that TikTok gave everybody with like social anxiety and like, like all these people who are like socially awkward, social anxiety, like a place to actually like express themselves. And so um, I find it's been really therapeutic. It's been really therapeutic, therapeutic to um, express those things in the moment when they're not feeling great. And my family and friends know that it's all there. Like they can go and see like what's happening with us and like the good, the bad, like all of it instead of, they can check it out when they want to check it out. Right. Um, and I, yeah, to just be able to, because, because it is really dangerous when you are not feeling well and when things are not going well to just stuff it down inside and hide it. And and I know that's ultimately what you're trying to say. And I think that everybody just has to find their own outlet that's comfortable to, for them to be able to like share and express it and be able to get it out. And for me, weirdly, like, I don't know why it, it ended up being TikTok. Like, 
I <laughs> right. <clears throat> people write blogs, people write books, yeah. you can do anonymous blogs, you can do, you know, um, fake authors, where <laughs> you writing what's going on, you can tell people parts of your day. Absolutely. I love that you do it in the moment, because that's when it's raw. That's when, yeah. you know, if if people took their most horrible moments and expressed how they felt, expressed what they were feeling, and actually acknowledged those feelings, those feelings don't stay after that. You're releasing, yeah. right? The rock star method. When I created that, that's what it was all about. It's literally uh, recognize how you're feeling, own how you're feeling, claim how you're feeling, kneel down. And when people get to that, when they're like, kneel, right? Because when you think of <laughs> kneel down, you think of bad stuff. But no, kneel down. You can't kneel down and not feel like submitting. And it's submitting to yourself, right? This is how I'm feeling right now. And that's what it is, expressing those emotions, expressing mm -hmm. your situations, expressing in a way that works for you. And it isn't the same for everybody. You found TikTok. That's amazing. I like to just call somebody up and be like, do you know what just happened? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing, right? And usually I'm laughing and I'm ranting and I'm raving. And I'm the type of person where if I let it out, and I talk about it and I rant about it, even if I'm screaming into a pillow or punching a punching bag, whatever that looks like, I'm, I'm letting, I'm releasing the pent up energy from that emotion because it is, it's an energy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, like being able to talk through something or like work your way through it is so therapeutic. It's, it's why we go to therapy, <laughs> right? Like, you, you know, that's how you. Yeah. It's how you process for sure. Yeah. 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 But, but there is the flip side of it. You know, like I joke that TikTok's my thing, right. But like, there is the flip side of it that you go on socials. Maybe, maybe there was a piece of me that wanted to be rebellious and <laughs> share the really shitty part. Sorry. I don't no, <laughs> share the really, <laughs> the really bad part. Um, because when you go on there and you go on the socials and, and it all looks so perfect, and like, like you're saying, it's not all okay. It's not all perfect. Right. And there's a whole nother side. Yeah. There and perfection is a myth. Life is never going to be perfect for anybody. We have three guarantees in life. And I will quote this until the day I die. Number one, guarantee taxes. Number two, <laughs> guarantee death. Number three, negativity. We all experience it in one way, shape, or form, and it's not the same for everybody. That's where I was going earlier, is your experiences are not going to be the same for everybody, right? Your, your need to express or process, they are not going to be the same. Um, and I think as a society, we need to open up to that. We need to open up to you know, you and I could have the exact same situation or event happen and we can handle it in two completely different ways. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think that that's where the compassion comes in and, and the empathy and the understanding that we're completely different people. We have different needs, different wants, different self-expression. Um, so when we experience something, the experience is even going to be different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I this quote, I'm going to totally butcher it. I seen it the other day pop up. And it said something about in order to be empathetic, or in order to uh, yeah, be empathetic to the other person, you have to believe you have to believe them, like you have to believe that what they experienced and how they experienced it 
is what they're describing to you. Like you can't be like, you know, because you're saying, right? Like you, we both could go into the same situation and you would come out feeling this way and they would come out feeling this way. So when they describe it, that's their reality. But you have to believe that. <laughs> you can't be like, well, what if you, you know, you need to have like that. Absolutely. You need to have the understanding that that is their truth, right? So when you said uh, that you would challenge something and I said, bring it on. The reason I love that is because I love different opinions. I will not tell somebody that their belief or their opinion is different or or is wrong because it's not. Mm -hmm. If we're sitting here together, I'm looking at a screen of you and I. You're looking at a screen of you and I. Those screens, right, if you, if I wrote down the number six right now and you were sitting across the table from me, it would be a nine for you. Right. Six for me, it's a nine for you because we're looking at it in different perspectives. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, as I chat and chat and chat and chat, I really like this episode. That was quite the the back and (laughs) forth about this. (laughs) This is great. Well, like I said, I think that, I think that the reason that it challenges me is just that I, there's people in my life that I still want to keep in my life. And so, and, and I feel like I navigate each conversation just a little bit differently. So like, I'm not willing to a hundred percent open up to every single person that calls me and, and, but I found my way to express the the really shitty. And so that's the most important thing is I think that people have to let it out. And so, you know what, you are absolutely right. Um, and I use this as the example for it. Um, the way we're not going to treat everybody the same. I can walk up to my best friend and so go, bitch, it's been forever. <laughs> and they're not going to find offense to me calling them a bitch. But if right. I do that to one of my other friends, they might not like that word. Right. So expressing yourself, we, st- we still need to be compassionate or, or empathetic to how other people take things. So obviously, like I said, if you're expressing yourself and somebody doesn't like it, Ask yourself, well, can I just not my- express myself in that way to them? And and is is the relationship or the friendship or whatever valuable enough to me to, you know, make this concession for them? Or we cut them. Yeah, or you cut them. <laughs> you get to um, choose. <laughs> and that's the thing, you have a choice, right? And and I love yeah. that you pointed that out. And you were absolutely 100% right on that. There are people you're going to share with, people you're not going to share with, maybe a little bit, maybe not enough. Um, But that's up to you. Your self-expression is completely and utterly individualistic to you. So make those choices. Um, Everybody watching, make those choices, right? If you feel like you can open up to somebody, do it. Uh, But don't expect a certain reaction from them or a uh, a certain... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? That was a quick half. No, I, yeah, no, I think that was great. That was good. <laughs> all right. Well, if anybody would like to get in touch with either myself or Krista, please do so. Our links are in the description. Go take a look at Krista's uh, social media platforms. She and her family um, document their journey uh, and Jordan's journey, your your daughter. Uh, I saw some okay. pictures on Instagram. She's absolutely stunning. Um, <laughs> so go and take a look at their journey. If you want to know about uh, Jordan's condition, 
is you were telling me in our pre-screening interview that it is exceptionally rare and there are only about 70 children. Yeah, yeah, 70 kids worldwide. Yeah, so go and take a look at that. Spread the spread the knowledge, spread the information. So go take a look, comment, let us know what you thought, reach out if you need to. Uh, take a look at um, our sponsor link today, Embrace Your Positivity Using the Rockstar Method. That is from a Phoenix Identity, which happens to be my absolute number one company. So go and look at that. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Christopher, for joining me today. I really appreciated it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. For all the rest of you, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com or you can reach us on our many, many, many social media and podcasting platforms. We are always looking for guests, sponsors, as well as blog writers and just, you know, viewers. Get involved. Share the show. Show us some love. We need some love. (laughs) All right. All of you have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching from. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.